The press conference has finished. Uh, Frank Warren, Tyson's promoter, uh, joins me. Frank, I know you never know what to expect with Tyson, um, but today it was an even bigger charm offensive than it was against Tom Schwartz here two months ago. I don't think it's even a charm offensive. It's just him. He's just natural. He's easygoing. He's clever. He's got a good, good brain, quick, quick brain, good mind on him. And uh, obviously, Mexican Independence Weekend, he's an honorary Mexican. Now, you were up there and you were quite close to them. It seemed to me, I know they were talking about how tall they, they were, that type, that type of stuff. But could you sense that Otto couldn't really look him in the eyes? Or could, didn't you get a sense of that? Not at all, no, because they were facing and there was two people in between him. Uh, no, I, I didn't get that at all. Look, it's a massive big opportunity for him. And I just want to say one thing, and I mentioned it earlier. If they'd have made Ruiz against Wallin today and he hadn't fought Anthony Russia, yeah, yeah. people would be spinning, maybe spinning a coin for that. He may have just been a little bit favourite. So he's now world champion. Anything can happen. Do I think it's going to happen? I hope not, and I don't think so, because I think, as Ben said, he is an elite heavyweight. He's the best heavyweight in the world, in my opinion. There's no doubt about that. But he can't take his eye off the ball. There's a big prize there for next, early next year with Deontay Wilder, so everybody's focused on that. But Tyson at the moment has got a job in front of him and he's got to get through Walling. And Frank, you know better than anybody, there is a history of boxers with a great big fight coming up against an opponent they're not frightened of, taking their eye off the prize. That's, that's often how our sport survives, because it bounces from shock to shock. Well, I can think of a lot of guys who, you know, coming up just before the big fight and uh, it's all gone wrong. As I say, certainly in the heavyweight division as well, one punch can change the whole, the whole scene dramatically as we've seen. You know, Tyson is focused, he's a thorough professional. You know, his last two fights, he's not trained to make the weight, he's training to fight, which is the big difference. You look at the shape of him and mentally where he's at, and he's got to come through this fight and hopefully set, as I say, the big fight with Wilder. And then, can you imagine what he's going to be like then? He's got to get through this guy, do a job on him, which I'm, I'm, I really do believe he will do. Come through that, and then we, we, we've got the real big fight, the big rematch. Now, I, don't, I hate talking about a fight that's after this fight and dates, but I, I have to ask you, this February, this proposed February fight with Wilder, which seems to be as good as done and dusted, everybody in the Tyson camp says that's perfect timing, that he was getting there for Wilder, he was getting closer with Schwartz, he's getting even closer this time, sharper and finer, that by February it'd be absolutely perfect. Well, he will. Listen, you know, he had all that time out of the ring, he put all that weight on, uh, and so you think it was about 14 months ago. It's amazing where he's come from to where he's at now, you know, the, the weight that he lost and the, and the challenges that he took and the challenge. You know, we did something that Joshua's promoter couldn't do for Joshua. We delivered Wilder. He couldn't make that fight, or he didn't want to make it. We made it. We made it for Tyson. It was a massive big gamble. You know, only a couple of us really did fancy him to win the fight. He took that gamble, not only, and I thought he got robbed, but that was probably the best thing that ever happened to him, in, in my opinion, in boxing. It's changed the whole game around for him now, a bit more experience. And when I buy, what I mean by experience, not just the fights, it's in the training camp, it's living that disciplined life, it's working on things, working with Ben, who's done a fantastic job, doing all those things to set him up for this big fight. Of course we don't want to overlook him, but there are levels, and hopefully Walling's not his level. And on the subject of that Wilder fight, I know that we had a great weekend here with Schwartz and hopefully we had a great weekend with Otto and then we'll be back with Wilder next year. But is there something in you that really wishes we'd have got Wilder in April or May? Um, no, not really. Uh, I am actually pleased with what's happening because, you know, when Tyson came back, 
he was going to have four fights before he got into a big fight. And it wasn't, I don't think it would have been four fights and get a world title fight. We're talking about a big name. But he went straight into the deep end after two fights. These, these, the preparation for these fights, being in the ring, um, as, as, as standard, standard him in good step, provided he comes through, no mistakes, he is going to be in absolutely... You know, it well, he's going to be the top form he's ever been in his career, in my opinion, and that's that spells a lot of danger for Deontay Wilder. So, in some ways, what Ben and you were talking about last year, what was being suggested last summer, i.e., two or three more fights, really hard fights, bleeding up to a Wilder fight, which is what we thought might be the scenario, that's actually going to come true, but it'll be a rematch, not the first Wilder fight. Well, that's it, it'll be a rematch, you know, and that's what it'll be, and it's, it's all unfinished business, but he's got to get through this one. And we're going to watch it, you know, we're all going to be sort of sitting there, you know, waiting, you know, just all that, all have nerves over this fight. We don't know mistakes. I mean, he looked brilliant last time out. He made a statement. It wasn't about, it's how you win. And I want to see the same again from him. I want to see him come out there and make a statement. And he's, you know, he's more than more than capable of doing that. And finally, I know we always say it, but they are heavyweights and it is just one punch, one bad night. Of course it is. You know, as I say, we've seen it. We mentioned it earlier about the Swede against Floyd Patterson. You know, he was the big, big hero in the States. In goes bingo, they called it. Yeah. Boom, he knocked him over, as Bob said. He was on the floor eight times. It happens. And it won't, um, hopefully it's not going to happen on Saturday because <laughs> I don't want that to happen. But that's where we are. And, uh, you know, Tyson's got to look good and do the business and, and you know, does that then you've got yourself in a fantastic position. This is Rob Tubman for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. I'm here with L'Oreal Garnier's Ben Davison. Are you alright there mate? Yeah just uh, hair was in the way, just fixing it. Well, you look great. Um, we're here at the Fury Wallin press conference white, in right? London. You look all white. All white, yeah. Do you get it? All white, wearing all white, and I look all white. Sophisticated comedy at its best. Yeah, not bad, was it? <laughs> How you doing, Ben? Yeah, good, Joe. Not bad, thank you. Uh, just a quick one here. We're going to catch up later um, for a proper sit-down, as it were. But let's talk about the fight. Tyson Fury versus Otto Wallin. Second fight in three months for Tyson. How important is that for him at this stage of his career? Very important. Uh, for my opinion, what's more important is that you know uh, Otto is being six foot six and a southpaw. You know he's going to pose problems, going to make you think in there a little bit. He's, he's highly underestimated, which I don't blame people because I had a hard time getting the Otto <laughs> Wallin versus Adrian Granite fight, and it's not out there for the public to see. And you know that was probably his only real test, but he did punch the grandmother's. Let's do that again. Can you not just bleep it? I'll edit it out. Beep! Um, out of Adrian Granite. And, you know, so people haven't really seen the best of him yet. Um, but. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, um, so he's going to pose problems, make Tyson think a little bit. He's going to have to set his shots up. He's going to have to take a couple of rounds to have a look, uh, find out what works, find out what doesn't work. And, you know, Otto hasn't been at this stage before, so being at this stage, we don't know how he's going to go about it. Is he going to shy away, look to survive a few and try and find out what he can and can't do? Is he going to think, OK, this is my opportunity, I can't stand at distance with Tyson Fury, I need to try and close that gap up. Uh, we don't know if he's got that, we don't know if he's got a pair of them, so we're yet to see, but we're prepared for all potential outcomes. 
I know you've taken this fight, or certainly the this kind of story of taking this fight is to prepare for Deontay Wilder, somebody six foot six or one of the giants of the division. Otto Wall in Southport, though, Deontay Wilder's yeah. an orthodox fighter. Explain to me why that is. Is that not an issue? For me, Deontay Wilder's massively underrated as a, as a, as a boxer. And I want somebody that's going to make Tyson think, Gerald Miller, yeah, good fighter, but that type of style isn't going to make Tyson think too much. He's not going to, you know, Southport, it can be a little bit awkward. And like I say, for Tyson to have success, he's going to have to take a couple of rounds and, and work out how to find his distance, how to find his distance on his jab, how to get the line of his jab on. Um, he's going to make him have to think to, to, to get his shots off. And that's what I want somebody who's going to make Tyson think a little bit because for me, rounds would be good, but to make him think is the most important asset that we need going into the Deontay Wilder fight. Seems to me like, <clears throat> excuse me, seems to me that before each of Tyson's last, well, certainly before the Tom Schwartz fight, it was about him kind of getting back in the ring and, and regaining match sharpness. How close is he now, in your opinion, to, to 100%? It's hard to tell, you know. I mean, for me, I would say that, you know, he's always, in each camp, he's breaking his own little records, personal records, personal bests, and, and you know, from data that I've got on my phone, the nutritionist got, and the strength and conditioning coach has got. He's always improving, um, some are better than others. You know, one thing I will say is that this fight did, you know, is planned to be boxing in October and this opportunity came up. So we didn't get as much of a training camp for this one as we did, as we have done previously, or we would have liked. But, um, you know, Tyson took this fight and was honoured to be uh, selected to box on Mexican Independence Day weekend. And um, so we took this fight. So the training camp hasn't been as long. But in terms of mood and little different areas, he's definitely he's definitely getting there. Uh, people will probably judge it on the night, but like I say, I think Otto's underestimated. I think he can make make the fight a little bit awkward for a couple of rounds, um, potentially, depending on what his goals, his own personal goals are for this fight. Do you understand criticism of Otto Wallen as an opponent? A lot of fans wanted to see Tyson Fury. Admittedly, you've got the, obviously Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz are tied up. Deontay Wilder's tied up, but. Boxing fans aren't exactly thrilled that Otto Wallin is facing Tyson Fury. They see it as a mismatch. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I understand to a certain degree, but the one thing that's, that's missing, yeah, and I, like I said, I don't want to get in a slinging back and forth match. I saw people saying, you know, complaining about the fight or whatever. Um, but the difference is, okay, and I'm not, I'm not going on about Joshua because, you know, I'm actually supporting him for his next fight because I want him to be uh, victorious. Like I've said before, mainly for Rob McCracken, to be honest. I want, I want. Uh, I think Rob deserves that. I don't think he deserved the, the way that people uh, tried to put the blame on Rob. I think that he uh, he's done a fantastic um, as a fighter, as a trainer in the amateur game, in the pro game, and I don't think he deserved that. So I'd like to see the success for Rob more than anything, Rob McCracken. But what I will say is Joshua, Joshua hasn't fought the number one or number two uh, of his his moment. You know, he hasn't fought Deontay Wilder. Tyson and Deontay fought each other, took a massive, massive risk. Both of them took a massive risk in fighting each other. So, of course, they got a shit ton load of money for that. They're getting a shit ton load of money for their fights that they're having now. But only because they've took another risk. Not only did they take a risk then, they're taking another risk in signing for a rematch to, to, to fight each other again. So, of course, you know, that's why they're worth what they're worth. People will criticise, but people will always criticise. If Tyson Fury doesn't box Anthony Joshua or Deontay Wilder, now possibly Ruiz, depending on how the rematch goes. If Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder will probably get criticised if he doesn't box Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury or Andy Ruiz, and vice versa, you know. So 
there's always going to be that that criticism. But you know they've earned their they've earned their right to uh, be getting paid good money, um, and it's only, they're only getting that because they've agreed to take a risk and fight each other. With regards to the fans, I mean, <clears throat> obviously I was there in LA when Tyson boxed Deontay Wilder. He emerged with with a lot of fan support and a lot of credit from that fight. Is there a risk with the likes of Schwartz and Wallen of him undoing that kind of that love really that he got from fans? One thing I'll say is this, and uh, oh, funny enough, it's been a topic of a conversation I've been having a, a little bit recently. Is the more you achieve in boxing, the more you're risking every time you step in the ring. Some people can deal with it, some people can't. It's as simple as that, and that is that is a fact. You know, some people that. You know, each time, the more you achieve, each time you step in the ring, you're risking that. And of course, if Tyson has a bad performance, wins, but has a bad performance, he's going to get slated. But the important thing is winning. It's as simple as that. Um, because that's, that. you know, the rest of it means fuck all really to Tyson, to be honest with you. Because he will win by any means necessary. Whether he has to win by that, that, or his skill set. He will do it, and he has done it every time so far, barring the uh, dodgy decision in LA. <coughs> yeah, we'll, side, we'll sidestep that one. Uh, final question, kind of on all things Otto Wallen, Tyson Fury. He looked so good against Tom Schwartz. He really went out there and he put on a great performance, got Schwartz out of there early. Why was there a need to take a fight against this kind of calibre of opposition? Why was a Miller or even a Char, I think some people would have preferred to, to an Otto Wallen. Why was it necessary to take this fight after looking so good last time yeah, out? Yeah, Tyson openly said he would like to have boxed Gerald Miller. Unfortunately, the, there was a problem with his licensing at the time due to what happened there. Uh, he was open to fighting Trevor Bryan. Manuel Char, I'm sure, wouldn't have been a problem, but there was a contract between Bryan and Char, apparently. I'm not too sure on, on the details on that. So it was a little bit difficult. All T's fighting Wilder and that. But for me, I feel like Otto Wallen is going to ask a few questions, make Tyson think a little bit. Um, it could be a little bit awkward and, and make Tyson have to... Have to it, put it this way, if Tyson thinks, has the attitude of, oh, it's Otto Wallen, he's going to make it an awkward fight for himself. If he thinks, OK, I need to remain on my level, then he's going to make him think and put on a good performance, and that's what we want. I was there yesterday, um, obviously I interviewed Tyson, but was also there when he did the round table with the media. He said that he came into camp lighter than what he weighed in for the Schwartz fight. How does that affect your preparations as a trainer when, when you're dealing with somebody who's coming in? Was he too light? Was that ideal for you? Was that not ideal? Explain that. The weight depends on the opponent. Uh, someone like Tom Schwartz, that's a walk forward kind of guy, um, that's going to put pressure on Tyson's always performed that little bit better or to the way that he will perform, uh, execute his game plan a little bit heavier against somebody like that. Somebody like Otto is a little bit lighter on their feet. Um, you know, for him to take away that advantage to be a little bit lighter himself. So it depends on the opponent for the ideal weight for Tyson. It's not just he's an heavyweight, let him come in at what he comes in at, you know. There's a method behind the madness, believe it or not. OK, well, Ben Davidson, always a pleasure catching up with you and your filthy mouth. I will speak to you later on for a proper interview. I feel terrible. I didn't mean it that way, but what can you do? Sorry. There, there goes your L'Oreal commercial deal. Shit. Can't stop yourself. I'll catch you later. Soz. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Las Vegas. 
joined by Tommy Fury and uh, Molly May. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Very well, thanks. It's been a while since we've been on IFL TV, but um, I've been keeping my little checks in order, so you're doing well on the channel, which is good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's been ages, obviously. Uh, reasons uh, we'll come on to a bit. We'll talk about the, the villa and what's been happening, but I do yeah. want to ask you firstly about your career. Yeah. Um, lots been made. Oh, is Tommy going to box again? Yeah. Uh, he can make money in other ways. Yeah, can you yeah, just confirm yeah. you are going to box again? Oh, 100% I'm going to box again. You know, I'm not going to say too much, but I'll definitely be back in that ring because it's where um, you know it's what I've done since being a child. Sorry, belongs. It's where I belong. It's where I belong. And this is I'd like to introduce everyone to my new dietitian <laughs> slash girlfriend. Dietitian. Yes, yeah, she's uh, going to get my six pack in order. Yeah. Gonna have to learn how to cook. <laughs> yeah. you, do you want him to box again? 100%. Yeah, I think. In, when we were away in the summer, like you kind of, when you stop boxing for a while, you definitely your personality changed. Like you, went loopy. Yeah, you went a bit, not not loopy, but you know, like when boxing's all you know and it's what you do every single day, for have, to have that taken away from you, I think, you know, it, it makes you go a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think he's definitely ready to get back into it properly. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Well, at the end of the day, you are a fury. So well, it's in the blood. A fury, yeah, yeah, it's in the blood. So um, you know, as soon as you get back in that square circle, the better, really. Mm. Do you want to touch upon your, your brother? We're yeah. here. He's a, a superstar now in Vegas. Yeah. Um, I know you've just come into Vegas, but yeah. he's just been getting mobbed. Uh, American fans, Mexican fans, English fans here as well. Yeah. Um, does it inspire you what your brother's doing? Yeah, definitely. You know, he's he's a worldwide phenomenon now. You know, um, there's if if nobody knows the name Tyson Fury, they're living on planet Mars. You know, that's just the way it is now. You know, he's, he's conquered everything. He's absolutely smashing it, and you know everybody can relate because he's just a normal guy doing so so well. You know, you can't ask any more of him. He's doing the best that he can do, and he's absolutely killing the game. He's the best ever in the world, and everybody knows that. And that's why all fans from everywhere clabber up to see him fight, because mm. he he's just that man. He's not just a boxer. He's an icon in everything. You know, everyone can relate to him from the struggles that he's had. And I think that's why you know, he's got so many fans around the world. Molly, being honest, uh, before you met Tommy, how much did you know about boxing? Not a lot. Everyone always asks me this question, they're like, what did you know about boxing? I knew pretty much nothing, and I won't, I won't deny that. But now I know a lot. Like when, Even when... From the minute I met you, I wanted to like learn a lot, didn't I? I was yeah. always really interested in it. And now, I tell I'm quite clued up on it. I'm quite clued up. But this is my first fight. The fight on Saturday is going to be the first fight that I watched. So, okay. I'm excited. Did you know much about Tyson before you met Tommy? Obviously, I knew the name, but didn't know anything about him, no. Like, okay. I was just not clued up on boxing whatsoever. It just wasn't my thing. But obviously, now, it's become my thing. Of course it has. this one, yeah. But no, I'm quite... I understand it now. And I'm really excited to watch Tyson fight, definitely. At least you're honest. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to ask you about uh, something happened in the villa. Uh, it was pretty funny to be honest when it was going around on social media when uh, Joshua lost obviously you didn't know about it your yeah. reaction yeah um, like that's crazy to think that what was it like three or four weeks after you found yeah. out um, and you and you were quite happy about it uh, yeah. looking back you know he's a British fight I know Tyson him are rivals and stuff yeah but, but why were you so Shit. happy about it Tommy um, it's not a case of like I wasn't happy about it because obviously losing is not good for anybody you know and the most important thing, you know, a loss can happen to anybody in boxing, especially in the heavyweight division, it takes one shot. And it wasn't the fact of being happy about it because, you know, I don't you have anything... You understand what it feels like, you know, it's... A... Well, yeah, it's like, it can happen to anybody. And it was just like the thought of not knowing and thinking it's a fight he's going to absolutely walk through and um, to get knocked out like that. It's like, what? No it way. It was, it was just a shock of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's just a shock of things. Mm. And when you're in the building, you don't know anything that's going on in the outside. No. Yeah, so nothing. when like people used to come in, we used to try and find stuff out, and then obviously you managed to find out the result of that fight. It was just funny because we don't know anything that's going on in the outside. So anything that we hear, it's obviously a massive like, oh my god, like, everyone's talking about it. Mm. So yeah. Well, another shock was the fact that you guys didn't win, really. How you doing? You all right? <laughs> How are you, 
Yeah, the public definitely expected you to win uh, yeah. Love Island. What was your sort of reaction? Do you know what it was? You, you know, at the, through Love Island, you don't think of it as you know a winning TV show. You know, I, I'll say it to anybody. I said it from day one. I already won when I met Molly. You know, that was my prize. I'm not interested about winning a show or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I've walked out there with an unbelievable girlfriend, and we're just as happy as can be. So in my eyes, we're the real winners. Nice guy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so onto your career, you're, yeah. you're with Frank Warren, you're going to yeah. stick with him and, and BT Sport, yeah? Yeah, for sure, definitely, yeah. I mean, uh, Frank's been good to me, you know, before Love Island, before everything, you know, BT Sport and Frank Warren have always been very, very good to me, so, uh, you know, we're just we're just in talks now, you know, seeing what the future holds, but, you know, boxing's something I've grown up with, I've been doing it ever since I, you know, was born, and I'm definitely not ready to give that up now. Mm. Obviously, we expect Tyson to come through unscathed on Saturday yeah. night. Then that uh, much-anticipated rematch with Deontay Wilder should happen. Uh, apparently, yeah. it's signed. Um, obviously, you're going to pick your brother. Yeah. Does he win? I know he didn't win last time; it was a draw on paper. But many people thought he did win. Yeah. Does he win easy, in your opinion? In my eyes, the last time you know he did win, like you say, it was a draw on papers. But what people's got to realise is he had two, you know, relatively, you know, spars back, and then from losing ten stone, drugs, alcohol, everything, depression, depression, you know, from the pits of hell all the way up to the top again to fight Wilder, to take him on like that. That's a lot, a lot to come through. And now he's coming back the second time. He's, he's had fights, he's been, he's been fit, he's been fit for you know a year or whatever. And now I think then the second time round, he'll probably, he'll probably stop Wilder late on, for right. sure. Okay. Because the shots that Wilder caught him with last time, that was just pure because he hadn't been in the ring for so long. He'd lost all the weight. But now he's athletic, he's agile, he's, he's the same Tyson, but even better. So I think the shots that Wilder caught him with last time, he's just not going to catch him. I think it's going to be an absolute shutout. And I think he's going to use his weight and size and lean on Wilder, because obviously you've seen Wilder's frame. It's, it's not really a massive heavyweight frame. So I think he gets tired in the late rounds, and I think he gets stopped later on, rounds okay. 10 to 12. Okay. Enough of the boxing now. Uh, close this interview off by just asking how it's been since you left the villa. Uh, a lot of people expect, you know, when you come out of the villa, people to change. First time I've actually met you, both of you, and you're genuine nice people. Yeah. Uh, you haven't changed since you left the villa, have you? No, not no. one bit. I think people love to try and say that you know you'll be different, you'll change, like, it'll get to your head. But we're just two very normal people, and I think yeah. we're so humble. Like it, even though life has changed a lot for, for the two of us, we still understand that we're just normal people, and like we know that it's not going to last forever. You know, it's a short-lived kind of fame, if you will. And we're just taking in every day as it comes, and we just moved in together, and everything's so good. Like we're so happy. So. Yeah, we're just very happy right now. Who's got more Instagram followers? This one here. I do. <laughs> this one here. Um, By a good bit, about 500k. Oh, you've been checking then? <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's, 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 it's It'll catch me up. It'll catch me up. But yeah, we're very happy. So you were in New York, weren't you? You flew to New York first? Yeah, we was in New York for uh, a pretty little thing, you know, Fashion Week. Um, that was a really good time. We had a few nice days in New York and then we uh, crossed the flight over to Vegas. And now we're enjoying the fight. We're enjoying Vegas because it's the first time we've been here. So we're just exploring it. Oh, okay. Good nightlife here. You we're not even 21 yet, yeah. though, so we're not even going out. But what? we, we don't, 20, but we yeah. don't go out anyway. Oh we just, we just chill. Yeah, just 20. Not really yeah. Our thing wow. Anyway, okay. So. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Tommy, Molly, yeah. thank you very much for your time thank on IFL you TV. Anything you. you guys want to add? Mm, not too much. God don't bless think. everybody. Yeah. Just big shout to Tyson, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. big shout to Tyson. <laughs> Cheers. Thank Take you. See you later. Thank you. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls.
This is Rob Tubman for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted to be joined by Tyson Fury's famous younger brother here, Tommy Fury. We're here in Las Vegas. How are you doing, Tommy? Yeah, very well. Thanks, yourself. Not bad, thanks. Not bad. Been a while since I've caught up with you. I think the last time I interviewed you was just after you made your professional debut. Yeah. Quite a bit's happened since then. Tell me about it. Quite a bit's happened since then. <laughs> um, but you know what it is? It's all good stuff. Blessed to be in a the position that I'm in. Um, I'm just taking every day as it comes, you know, me and Molly have just rocked up in Vegas, it's the first time here, so we're just, you know, walking around, taking everything in, and this is Molly's first boxing event, so it's going to be nice for her to see, you know, the other side to my life, you know, this is what makes me tick, so it's nice for her to come in and see this side of it. Obviously a lot, a lot has happened, you went on Love yeah. Island, obviously, very famously. What's going on now? What's the plan moving forward? A lot of people are, are kind of having an iron as to whether you'll be returning to boxing, whether you won't be, what's the plan? Yeah, of course I'll be returning to boxing. You know, boxing is what I do. You know, it's the man I am. And I'll always do boxing. Um, but there's a lot of opportunities for me, you know, going forward now. But I can never be ready to hang up the gloves. It's just what I've been doing ever since I was a little kid. And that's something I'll continue to do until the day I die. Because it's just what's in you will come out of you. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to balance it with different opportunities, opportunities that come my way now. So if I can balance the two, then it'll be a good match. How's it going back to the gym for the first time? Very hard, very hard. I did 30 seconds on the bag and my tongue was out like a dog. I was, I was gone. I was like, no more, gloves off, finish. You know, you almost go in a mood with yourself because you know how fit you was to lose it all in the space of like two months, to lose everything. You know, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's one of them things because when you base yourself on being fit and, you know, training every day and you turn into a blob that I am now, it's just, it's one of these things, you know, it'll come back, but, you know, training's my life. If you're a blob, I don't know what that makes me. Um, <laughs> I don't want to, it'll make me feel terrible. Um, what did Ricky have to say about things? What did he make of your kind of, your jaunting and your being on, on TV? Or, I'd imagine he had a few um, cracks about it. Yeah, you know, Ricky's been super supportive about the Love Island transition, you know, and doing all these, you know, celebrity things, you know, he's been so supportive. Um, and I couldn't ask for anything more, you know, whenever I'm in Manchester, I always drop by the gym as much as I can. And he's always there, you know, to give me advice and everything. Ricky's been 100%, you know, throughout everything. So I'm just thankful he's there, really. It'll take you a little bit of time to catch up with the scene, obviously, we're, uh, the boxing scene, rather. That, that's your brother. We're going we're gonna to try and carry on without him. Um, how, how quick... <laughs> are we, are we going to be joined? Are we, are we being joined? Oh, no, you're in. We'll have to hurry because Tyson likes to do this during interviews. Um, how, how much did you keep up with the boxing, or how quickly did you catch up with the boxing scene afterwards? We've all seen the famous clip of you finding out about Anthony yeah. Joshua. How yeah. quickly did you catch up with the scene once you returned? Within a day. Within a day, you know, everything's just, um, it's just mad. It really is. But, um, yeah, we'll have to do this interview when, afterwards, yeah, because it's just dying out, mate. We're back after the press conference. Um, sorry for the interruption, guys. Uh, I can't remember where we were. First of all, Molly May, that was your first boxing press conference, is that right? Yeah, it was my first one, yeah. What did you make of it? It was interesting. It's different to how I thought. It was like not as serious as I thought it was going to be. Um, Tyson's funny. I can one see. Of a kind. Yeah, he's one of a kind. <laughs> How's it been meeting the whole Fury clan in their element? This is fight week in Las Vegas. It's probably the best time to meet them. Yeah, it's been really good. It's been nice to finally meet them. It's been. A, uh, I haven't met them yet. It's my first time today, but yeah, everyone's so nice. It's been good. Looking forward to the fight on Saturday. Yeah, I can't wait. It's my first fight, so I'm excited to watch. Tommy, back to you. I can't remember whether we asked initially, but when can we realistically expect you to return to the ring? Um, next Saturday. Boxing <laughs> next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. When? I'm at the uh, Swinton Pool Hall. Doing fight there, yeah. How did I not know about that? No, I'm completely joking. I was gonna, it's been a, I've jet lagged. It's been a long week and I had a pretty late <laughs> night last night. So I, I was thinking, like, have I missed that? Are you going to tell me about this? <laughs> he does it all the time. No, no, complete joke. Um, 
realistically, um, inside the next 12 months for sure, definitely. Yeah, I'm not going to put any dates or times on it because I'm still waiting to hear back from a couple of things. Um, but yeah, definitely inside the next 12 months for sure. Have you been back sparring yet? I know you said you've been hitting the bag and stuff and that took it out. Have you been sparring? Yeah, me and Molly spar every night. Yeah, <laughs> she's been putting the gloves on. She's been... She's been there. Uh, I have given it a little go. She, yeah, yeah, she's good, you know. I'm gonna Carries power. Yeah. Carries a lot of power. Orthodox Southpaw. I'll ask you, are you Orthodox or Southpaw? I don't know what that means. <laughs> she's a switch hitter. Switch, yeah. switch hitter. Proper fury then. Let's talk about this fight. Tyson versus Otto Wallin. Not a lot of people know an awful lot about Otto Wallin, do you? Um, not much, no. I mean, I've, I've, I've looked over a little bit. Um, but like Tyson said in the press conference, you know, you've got to train for everybody like they've 20, you know, with 20 knockouts, you know, that's the, that's the way to go forward in the sport. Well, you know, the, Tyson's the best in the world, you know, there's no, there's no dispute in that. Um, and I'm sure Otto Wallen's going to come and give a good account of himself, but, you know, I honestly don't see anybody on, on this planet giving Tyson a hard time in that ring. He's just too good, he's too skillful, he's too big, too strong. The, the only person that'll ever beat Tyson is himself, and that's not going to happen because he's in the best frame of mind that he's ever been in. So, you know... He's going to come up second best, but I'm sure he'll give a good show. Okay, just before we go, because there's a lot of people behind us looking to grab a word with you guys. Uh, final predictions for Saturday night. Molly May, we'll start with you. What's your prediction? Tyson Fury versus Otto Wallin. Tyson will win, definitely. <laughs> Knockout or points? I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Tommy? I'm saying, obviously, Tyson, and I think he stops him inside six rounds. Okay, six well, to six to eight rounds. Yeah. Well, Tommy Fury, Molly May, thanks Thank very much for speaking to Boxing Social. Enjoy your first boxing match of the weekend. Tommy, I'll catch up with you soon. God bless. Take it easy, mate.